During the past 12 months of war, Ukrainians have demonstrated their courage and resilience in countless ways. One group of artists is responding the best way they know how, through dance, bringing their work and their stories to world stages. Jeffrey Brown profiles the United Ukrainian Ballet for our Arts and Culture series, Canvas. Giselle, one of the most beloved ballets in the classical repertoire. Gorgeous music and movement, a story of romance and loss. But this production, performed recently at Washington, D.C.'s Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts, had its own added story. One dancers like Oleksiy Knaskov brought to the stage. All dancers, or maybe all of Ukrainians, have this uh, floating on the waves all the time with emotions, with everything. We don't know how it will end. We don't know we'll have our homes when we'll come back. Before the Russian invasion of Ukraine, Konoskov, 30, was a principal dancer with the Kharkiv National Opera and Ballet in Ukraine's second largest city. The war put a stop to his career as to so much else. More important, it has threatened his homeland and the lives of his loved ones, most of whom remain in Donetsk, where he grew up. Now he's one of more than 60 professional dancers from theaters throughout Ukraine, living in exile in The Hague in the Netherlands, joined as the United Ukrainian Ballet. My soul is like broken. Several of them danced amid the rubble at home to highlight the mission of the new group. The only thing that could save me uh, it's dancing. Konoskov and the other male dancers were given special permission by the government to leave Ukraine to take part in this project, in acknowledgement of their importance as cultural ambassadors. People see us like bones and uh, like blood. Uh, like real flesh yes, and blood yes, human flesh beings. And, yes, yes. Not on screen, some when they watch news, but when you see these real people on the stage, you can maybe understand them, uh, feel their emotions, and in some way uh, unite it with them, some way connect with them. 20-year-old Vladislava Ignatenko grew up in Kharkiv, where her family remains. She had just begun her dancing career in Odessa when the war broke out. We're really trying to help each other, and we understand each other more than everyone else at this time. So I think it's really powerful community for us to share our like, emotions and to, to help each other to work on the same project. Sharing emotions, everybody has difficult, yes. painful emotions now. That's why. Mm -hmm. But also it's really nice when people, after performance, think about how to help our country or maybe check on something what happened there much more to donate, to, to help, to ask Ukrainian people how it is. It, it's really nice to communicate like this. When we had this idea, we never thought it would be this. <laughs> it would never become this big. The United Ukrainian Ballet was begun last year by Dutch ballerina Ikhoni de Jong, who serves as the company's artistic director. This is my room. She I helped find lodging and studio space in The Hague and gradually brought more dancers into the fold. This is unlike anything she or the dancers have ever done. For one thing, ballet requires enormous discipline and focus. 
but these dancers necessarily have their minds on their families and friends back home. I try to have conversations with them where I said to them maybe just 10 minutes or just 15 minutes during class, just you know, focus on you, focus on what you're doing with your body and give yourself a little break. It's of course a very difficult question to ask, but after a few months I could feel that they were getting a little bit more comfortable and a little bit more at ease with just dancing. There's a psychology to this project that you probably have never experienced yourself. No, no, and I don't think there's a rule book for it. If you have any sense of fairness of what's right, what's wrong, I think that's only choice. Uh, Ukraine is fighting for freedom and democracy. The biggest name involved with the United Ukrainian Ballet is Alexei Ratmansky, a one-time director of Moscow's famed Bolshoi Ballet, today one of the world's most renowned choreographers. The company is performing his version of Giselle, which restores some of the movement and other features of the original 19th century French ballet. And he brings his own unusually personal story to this project. His mother is Russian, his father Ukrainian. He was born in Leningrad, now St. Petersburg, Russia, but raised in Kyiv. On the day Russia attacked Ukraine, he was actually in Moscow working with the Bolshoi, and his world changed too. When my wife called me from New York saying Kyiv is bombed, it was 5 a.m., I didn't have any choice. I just left right away, I grabbed my team, and uh, I felt that this door is shut for me because I can't split. I can't sit on two chairs. I have to make a decision. And the decision is the Ukrainian identity and the country must be supported. Right, right. That support is now evident in his work with the United Ukrainian Ballet, also in his public criticism of prominent Russian artists for not speaking out. He understands why some Russians, fearing for their families, might stay silent. But, he says... You can't pretend that nothing is going on. You can't say life continues, we're happy, we, uh, we, 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 are, we are dancing. You, you know, there is something that just uh, doesn't work that way. You're selling yourself to, to, the, wrong, <laughs> to the wrong person. You're on, on the wrong side. For the Ukrainian dancers, of course, there is also no question of the right and wrong side. And for them, being able to dance is part of their identity, stripped away by the war. In some way, when I came on stage in Netherlands first time, for, it was almost half year past after the beginning of the war. It was in August. Uh, I felt that uh, my life came back to me, that I begin to live again. Are you worried that the rest of the world is, isn't paying as much attention anymore? Sometimes it's doubts about it, but uh, then you came to uh, another country and you see people interested in, in news about Ukraine, so our mission to, to make it... Remind. Yeah, more yes. people to, to keep it in mind. The group ends each performance by singing the Ukrainian national anthem. For the PBS NewsHour, I'm Jeffrey Brown at Washington, D.C.'s Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts. And you can watch more of our stories on the war in Ukraine over the past year on our YouTube page.